Live from an attic somewhere in the north, this is The Late Show with Tom Stuff. Good evening, everybody. That doesn't have that doesn't seem to have been a short week. Anyway, we're looking at organisation apps tonight, technology that can help you get through the day, or that can help your students get through the day. Um, have you got anybody who might need a little bit of help getting themselves together? I know I have. It's me. Let's talk. Live from an attic somewhere in the north. This is the Late Show with Tom Starkey. Tune in live at ttradio.org or to join in the conversation, download the Podbean app and search Teachers Talk Radio. Follow the hashtag TT Radio. Tune in, talk it out with Teachers Talk Radio. Still loving that intro. It's so bombastic, isn't it, for a Sunday evening? Hello, everybody. My name's Tom Starkey, and tonight on the Sunday Late Show, we're going to be talking about technology that will basically sort out your life. Um, <laughs> well, if you believe some of the advertising that some of these apps have, yeah, yeah. Whether any technology is going to be able to help me get organized, I give that not a very good chance whatsoever. Um, to be honest, I was that organized that I forgot to plug my microphone in just before the session. You know, it's a miracle that you can actually hear me. If, in fact, you can actually hear me. Who knows? Anyway, uh, so what we're going to be looking at, we're going to be looking at organizational technology and apps. Now, what I mean by that is I'm talking about calendar apps. I'm talking about notifications. I'm talking about the blessed to-do lists. I love to-do lists app. And in fact, a to-do list app is one of my recommendations and Tom's tech tips tonight. So if you would like to join in the conversation, please do here on the podcast, Podbean Live uh, message board. That's a lovely way to try and have your say because it's on a massive HD screen in my uh, my incredibly small office. Um, uh, or you can uh, text, uh, sorry, not text, you can uh, tweet me at T-S-T-A-R-K-E-Y-1212 with any recommendations for technology that helps with organization. I don't know about you, but I have come across countless, countless students who suffer from uh, a lack of organization. Now, whether that be because of chaotic home lives, whether it because they are neurodiverse, whether it's because they're one of those people who are so smart that the kind of day-to-day organizational uh, <laughs> issues that they have um, it doesn't even come in it doesn't even come to their minds you know they're they're on a higher plane they're thinking about lots more important things than you know uh, hand in working on time writing things down in their planner uh, you know the, the just the lowly stuff like that you know so tonight's show is going to be about Recommendations for technology to help students and teachers and educators. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am looking at you through the podcast. I know that you leave everything until the very last minute. I know that you've forgotten that meeting next week because you never wrote it down or you pretend to forget the meeting because you never wrote it down. Uh, Yeah, teachers and the workload of teachers is absolutely astronomical at the best of times. And it's no, absolutely no surprise that sometimes things go uh, forgotten or sometimes you just think, I cannot, I cannot organize myself to get 
to do everything that I need to do. Now, maybe that's a workload issue. Let's 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 just throw that in there. You know, uh, let's get the controversy out of the way right at the beginning of the show. Uh, workload is an issue, but also sometimes your organization. I say yours. When it comes to talking about this kind of thing, I use it. I usually use the anecdote uh, of uh, you know. I say you, but what I'm really actually saying is uh it's me <laughs> that's what i'm, I'm uh, i cannot believe that i was a teacher for so long because i was literally the most disorganized person that i've ever come across i was disgusted with myself you know most days when i was i was uh you know the things that i forget the things that i hadn't done the things that i hadn't written down oh my gosh i could have written an absolute endless novel about my lack of organization so i thought to myself well if i'm struggling you know uh, other people might be struggling and technology is one of those things where this is one of the areas where it can be used quite nicely you know it can be used um lots of the things that we're going to be talking about today are free uh, they can be downloaded a couple of things have price points but i'll let you know when they do um so we're talking about student organization and we're talking about teacher organization um sometimes you just think to yourself oh my goodness me what is what is going on with the you, you know and it, it's gutting when it's like a really capable student but they keep turning up to the wrong thing or they've they've written down the wrong homework or they've or they've forgotten that in fact that it's a school day you know <laughs> uh, so yeah it's important. Uh, organization is important. Academic organization is important for people to kind of do the best that they possibly can. And, uh, you know, and as I uh, work with students in higher education, it's still the same, guys. It's still the same. We're talking about students who, you know, I see who have been uh, to primary school, secondary school, sixth form, college, uh, maybe had a career pre previously and then arrive at university and their organizational um, uh, or their organization is it's not there where is it because it, it's it, it's not it it's just not there and I think to yourself how have you got this far how have you done it because I want to know I want to have that talent you know, I've had to force myself to organize myself. It's not natural for me. And as ever, when it comes to this show, what I tend to do is I tend to find things that do my work for me because I am lazy as out. But if you've got any recommendations for organizational technology, either for students or for teachers, we've already got some on the uh, kind of the Twitter feed, uh, the tweet the tweet, the tweet, tweety feedy thing. That's how organized. I never even gave it a name. But um, we've got some really nice suggestions from people out there. If you have a, like a, a stunning app that you cannot do without when it comes to organization, maybe it's a to do app, maybe it's a notification uh, app, maybe it's um, Maybe it's an automation app that's getting really, really big. And I'll talk a little bit about that later on. I love automation because automation just means if you do one thing, then something else happens and you don't have to do it yourself. And that means that I get to sit back and relax for all of 13 seconds before the next thing comes along. But still, you know, those 13 seconds can be very, very important. Very important. It gives me time to, you know, like 
breathe and in and out you know just both you know i'm spoiled sometimes spoiled we'll also be talking about um perhaps using technology to and this is a project that i've been working on at my particular work uh, using free technology to act as a digital personal assistant um a lot of the students who I see are neurodiverse. A lot of the students that I see are struggling with their current studies and uh, they can't really afford to have somebody looking over their shoulder all the time and telling them when to, what to do, when to go, when to do it. But that can be incredibly beneficial uh, for instance, students who are on the ADHD spectrum or are autistic may need an extra little bit of help organizing themselves in particular ways so we'll be talking about whether trying to come up with a series of apps or one app and that's another issue we need to think about um, whether it's viable to try to kind of have a digital assistant with you maybe uh, a tiny little one that's in your pocket um, that's not a not a real tiny little one in your pocket that would just not work we're talking the digital tool i'm talking mobile phones talk about mobile phones i'm not talking about like borrowers you know uh, talking mobile phones we've got very very powerful computers in our pocket that can do lots and lots of different things so why not and you know why not kind of rein in that help that lots of students and definitely lots of teachers carry around with them all day um, and that'll lead into kind of some of the recommendations that i'll be making you know, so when it comes to organization, I think sometimes it is an, uh, it's a real bugbear for teachers. I know it used to kind of drive me absolutely up the wall when you had a capable student, but they were just they were just so chaotic that they they were not kind of fulfilling their potential. You know, there's nothing worse than that. There's nothing worse than seeing somebody who's like 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 super smart. You know, you think to yourself, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got I've got one. I've got one. It's super, that, that's going to drive my averages of grades up the sign chronic and then you realize that when it comes to organization they're, they're you know it's like a it's 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 like you know caveman style they're writing things down uh using in the dirt using sticks uh only they're not because they can't remember where they've put their stick um, and the dirt is not the right type of dirt that they need to use and so on and so forth um but yeah it's really frustrating to see a student who's struggling with organization whether they're capable or not to be honest because organization academic organization and then organization in general is a key skill you know it's a, excuse me that, that clicking that's me taking off my glasses there my, my ancient uh, very cheap glasses crack sorry about that um it's a key skill you know if you can't remember when you need to do the work or if you miss a deadline for that work, then it might as well not have been done. If you can't ensure that you can find the file that you need to find, that, so you can post it onto Google Docs and Google Classroom at the right time. If you can't even find your Google Classroom, I've come across that before. Oh, yeah, 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 don't don't get me wrong. I'm not all, you know, I don't come from that kind of like all these kids and they know exactly what they're doing. No, they don't. No, they don't. A Google Classroom is a classroom you know people struggle to find classrooms sometimes i, I know i do <laughs> on purpose usually um yeah so you know it's not necessarily uh you know digital tools are going to be really 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 useful especially considering you know the advent of uh hybrid learning being really 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 
you know, prominent and just things that will help having a little briefcase of tools that will maybe help you to get there on time, help you to remember that your homework has to be in at a certain time. I know lots of schools have their own systems now where their notification systems where they can, you know, whether they be one of the big ones, Teams, Google Classroom, uh, Teams Education, uh, and so on and so forth. I say that when I can't actually remember any other, any other the tech. But, um, you know, the bes- and bespoke, lots of schools have bespoke ways uh, that they try to remind students to do the things that they uh, need to do. Um, so uh, we've got a couple of comments already on the uh, on the, the, the tw- tw- Twitter ticket thing. Look, you can hear it in the, uh, can you hear it in the corner? That's my Twitter. I don't, I'm old school. I don't actually have it on the screen. I just have everything printed out on a little ticker tape. Um, Vicky Osborne, uh, thank you very much for for joining in, Vicky. Vicky saying I'm listening, uh, like there's like there's out that can organise me. This is the thing. Organisation is an overlooked skill. You know, it's an overlooked skill. And you know, if you've got hundreds of things going on, whether you're a teacher or you're a student, you know, it's a lot to manage. It's a lot to manage, even even in times of relative calm. So hopefully, Vicky, and, you know, I'm not making any guarantees, you know, I should do like a trade, trade description thing that they do on the radio, you know. Um, uh, these things, you might say that, um, yeah, hopefully we do find something. Hopefully you do have a, have a, a little uh, heads up to uh, something that might help you out, which, ladies and gentlemen, okay, which brings me to my segue for Tom's tech tips. How smooth was that? Oh. So, yeah, today we're going to talk about three organizational tools that you may know about, you may not know about. The first one is um, super duper simple. Now, I'm a list guy. We talked about mind mapping a couple of shows back, but I am a list guy um, when I remember to actually write the list or when I've written the list and I remember to actually look at it. Um, It's a real problem uh, personally because... uh, it means shopping is uh, sometimes problematic in my house because I might go out and I might think to myself, oh, I've got three things. I've got three things I need to get. And then I'll come back with one and I'll have forgotten the other two, you know, just and and that kind of stuff can lead to some issues, you know, some real domestic issues, you know, especially like if the two things are like medicine for the kids, you know, for some reason it's important. Anyway, um, so what we're thinking about is uh, three particular um, apps. The first one is a to-do list. It's not a bigger to-do list. It's a kind of a, it's a, it's very, um, uh, I don't know. It's, it, I like two things. I like making lists and I like voice uh, recognition technology. And this is an app that I mentioned uh, last, oh, last week when we were talking about uh, voice recognition, we were talking about dictation technology. Um, and it's just, it's really simple. It's available on Google uh, play and it's called shopping list pro there is a shopping list uh, version it's got a little blue icon with a shopping trolley on it um, but uh, and it's you know really good but with adverts and I uh, you know with 
as I say before, I'm an honorary northerner, so I don't like spending money, but I have I actually shelled out for this one. I actually shelled out because uh, you know it it just it just hit all of my needs on a day to day basis when it comes to organisation. I like to use lists. I like to keep things simple, and I like to use my voice when I am making these lists. I like to have my phone, use my phone quite a fair bit. Um, so yeah, Shopping List Pro, which was when I uh, shelled out the uh, the massive amount of money of 99 pence to get the Pro version. Y- you may laugh, hey, listen, listen, 99 pence for me is pretty much an absolute fortune. I hardly ever buy, I hardly ever buy apps, but this one was so good that I thought, yeah, I'll give it a go. Um, and what it does, it does one thing really well. A bit later in the show, we'll talk about whether we should be using separate apps and so on and so forth, or whether it would be great to have everything in a bundle. But this one does the one thing it does really, really well with a nice, simple interface, uh, with a really responsive voice recognition technology, because I can I can speak a list into the phone a lot quicker than I can write it. It may, you can make amendments really easily. It looks nice. It's clean, and uh, you know it recognizes my voice really, really well. And you can you can uh, you can put words in that it's not recognizing, and it will recognize it from then on. Yeah, shopping this pro ninety nine p on Google Play for my for my ancient Android phone, and it's just really, really good. Simple. You talk into the phone, uh, but it doesn't just it, you know. It's called Shopping List Pro, which in case, of course is very limiting because it's just a list maker. It doesn't have to be a shopping list. I've got a list for chores. I've got a list for um, shopping. Actually, yeah, so, so it does make sense. Um, I've got a list of work tasks. I've got a list of home tasks. And it's just really, really easy. It sits on your phone. You can have a look every now and again and think, oh, yeah, right, I need to do that. When you uh, make a list, I quite like it. It's quite fun because you have to think about the thing that you're, things that you're going to do. Um, you have to... Uh, you talk to it and you have to separate everything in the list by the word and. So it's like um, cornflakes and uh, uh, wet cat food. Oh, no, not everybody will know what wet cat food is. That, that's probably a wet cat. We call in the house, we call wet, you know, cat food that is not like the, the sh- 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 cat food. We call it wet cat food. Anyway, you know, so, you know, wet cat food uh pringles uh port scratchings time seven and so on and so forth you have to say and to cut everything up and it just works really well you know it's simple it's easy to use uh it's 99 pence for the pro version but there is a free version with adverts you can get it on the play store i'm not 100 sure if it's on uh on the iphone i hope it is because it's just when we talk about organization we also have to think about ease of use uh ease of use is incredibly important uh, a lot of students who I work with um, struggle with organization, but they also struggle with distraction. So if I'm going to recommend something, uh, I need to I need to be confident that a student can pick up and run with it really quickly. And when it comes to and I think it might be because I'm getting old and the writing's really big and it's just like really simple. And it's just like ah, oh, just, you know, I deal with complicated technology a lot. And this is just basically, you know, it's basic, but not in that kind of like, oh, it's a basic kind of way. It's basic in as it does what it's supposed to do. It works. It recognizes your voice really well. And it just, it's what does the one thing and it does the one thing well. And oh my goodness me, that is so refreshing sometimes after you're looking 
at things that are so complicated you can't even remember what they're called. So Shopping List Pro, 99p on Google Play. If you are a list kind of person, I thoroughly, thoroughly recommend it. Of course, you know, um, list apps, to-do list apps are 10 a penny. Uh, digital to-do list apps are huge, absolutely huge. Go take a look on Google uh, Play. Go take a look on uh, the iStore. Um, have a look and see how many there are. So, you know, if, uh, if Shopping List Pro doesn't tickle your fancy, there are so many different options. Having that on your phone, just with you, so you can just have a quick look and see what it is you're supposed to be buying, what it is you're supposed to be doing, what deadlines are coming up, when do you have to have that coursework marked, when do the year 11s leave, uh, when's prom? Oh, God, prom. When did prom become a thing? I am, I am, I am sounding like an old person. Uh, oh, hang on. I've got a little message. Keep, keep on track, Tom. Get stuff, producer. No, we'll talk about prom for two minutes. We'll talk about prom. When did that get so big? When I were a lad, right? When I was a boy back in back in South East London, you know what our prom was? Our prom was an assembly and then they kicked us out and locked the door. They literally just, we had an assembly, then they escorted us off the premises and locked the gate. <laughs> oh, school days, man. School days are the, the best days of your life, apparently. I've, I've heard people say. So anyway, um, yeah. So first, Tom's tech tip recommendation or tom's tech tip tip blatantly is uh yeah is uh shopping this pro for android 99 pence for google play just a simple straight up list app that does what it's supposed to do you know uh, yeah. and like i say that's in in this day and age of everything being integrated with each other which is great in lots of different ways but sometimes you just want something on its own standalone so you can just use it as and when and shopping list pro brilliant really good voice recognition you can uh, speak off a list in absolutely no time whatsoever uh, you can dash them about you can change things over you can export them and so on and so forth but it just sits on your phone it's there and you can use it for all sorts of different things so that is my first recommendation let's move on to the second so the second recommendation today is uh, something slightly more complicated um, when it comes to organization uh, you know shopping lists absolutely fine on their own but some people need that integration of shopping lists calendars uh, messaging services, things that all talk to each other, so you don't have to duplicate information. That you know, if you if you make a to do list, uh, or if you you know you come up with an extra idea on a whiteboard and you want to share it with the team, you want to share it with your department in a meeting because you're one of those people who like to talk in meetings. We all love those, um, you know. Or if you want to uh, ensure that your uh, digital notebook for your class. Um, is easily distributed to the people in your system. Um, you know, you can have that. Uh, well, my, so my second recommendation for organization is Office 365, and in particular, the integration between the apps in Office 365. So we're talking about integration between Words, Teams, Outlook, uh, PowerPoint, all these different things within this environment. And they just work really, really well together. So for instance, Office 365, which is a paid for 
uh, uh, paid for system, ladies and gents, if you don't get it free with your uh, school or so on. Lots of, lots of, I think schools in general, they seem to be going the Google Classroom kind of way. And I can understand. I love Google Classroom. I love it. It's one of those technologies that actually uh, represent a classroom. You know, people, people are always on about, well, paradigm shift. We need to paradigm shift away from school. Why? Why? School work. They've been working for centuries. Oh, we need to we need to make we need to get rid of schools and we need to change them into into bipod units of uh, nah no nah, no nah. Google Classroom's really good because it just does what you would probably be doing in real life digitally. Um but Office 365 is the one I'm recommending today because it's the one I use. So you know you can draw something on MS Whiteboard and send it to a team straight away. You can uh, send a message on Teams. You can send a team. You can record a Teams meeting, or you can record a lesson that you're doing on Teams, and then you can send the transcript to a particular student. You can um, you can do also. You can ah uh, if you are uh, oh and this is another oh let's, this is another reference back back to the the Twitter ticker. Um, what we have is we have a comment uh, made by the a really really uh stand-up guy on twitter called dan phillips shout out to dan phillips woo, woo. uh dan phillips um is involved in pgce in further education i believe uh, and uh, he was saying you know he was looking for advice in regards to making organizing his uh, appointments because he sees lots of different students and I'll read the message as is. Is it possible for students to book slots on your Outlook calendar in the way that Google allows you to via a link for tutorials etc and when it comes to the office when it comes to integration yeah there's a really good there's a really good app called Microsoft Bookings and what that does is that you can send a link from you set up your diary you set up your calendar uh, your Outlook calendar, and then you go to bookings, and then you can send the link to a student, and then they can see uh, a breakdown of when you are free and just book in a session. And you know what? That is fantastic. And it's fantastic because what it does is it removes that kind of email to and fro. And you can do it, you don't have to do it with students, you can do it with other members of staff and things. It removes that email to and fro. It's like, oh, I need to speak to you about something. Can we meet? It's like, yes, we can meet. When would you like to meet? Oh, I would like to meet between these times. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm not available between these times. What about these times? Oh, I'm not too sorry. I'm sorry about that. I'm not available. And so on and so on and forth into infinity. You know, those ah, oh, those awful email strains where you're just trying to organize a meetup, for God's sake, you know, and you think to yourself, ah, oh, and in my job, I have to, I see, I see, um, I see uh, numerous students individually uh, because I'm really lucky like that um, across the week. And I was doing that thing. I was to and fro and who, no, 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 no. And that can be particularly difficult for students because a lot of my students who I see have mobility issues. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll spell the apps out here as well. What I'll do, Heichel, Heichel, Heichel just appeared up on the, on the set. What I'll do is in the download version of this particular, of this particular, um, uh, show, I'll put all the apps in as well. Okay, so I'll put all the apps in with all the information and links if needed. Um, but at the moment, what we've got so far is that we have uh, Shopping List Pro, which is S H O P P I N G L I S T P R O, um, and uh, we're talking about Office 365. So, yeah, I'll put all the links to any technology that I talk about in the sessions. Um, 
uh, on the download link at the end of the session. Session. Like this is a teaching session, like I'm teaching anything apart from, you know, uh, maybe you shouldn't be listening to this strange bearded person speak to you. <laughs> uh, that's very nice that you're listening from Africa. That's great. Okay, so what we need to do now is we're going to have a listen to the news and we are going to have the last of the recommendations after that. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources, including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.witherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development Every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure that Bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common a passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack Group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Joe Fox. Evening Standard reports that the Department for Education has announced new powers to shut down unsafe and illegal schools. The DfE admitted that its previous work on closing unsafe independent schools had been slow. Under the new powers, the Education Secretary would be able to suspend registration of a school where there were serious safeguarding failings which pose a risk. The suspension would be enforced through a new criminal offence where the school's proprietor would be held responsible if they kept the school open. The new legislation will be outlined in the Queen's speech next week. 
but has already been welcomed by Ofsted's Chief Inspector, Amanda Spielman. A school in Fleetwood has triumphed in an interactive literacy competition involving schools all over Britain. The Gazette in Fleetwood reports on the success of its Year 8 team from Cardinal Allen Catholic High School, who took part in the Word Mania 2022 event. The event was organised by Literacy Planet. Pupils from across the UK in year groups 1 to 9 were challenged to arrange words from a set of 15 randomly chosen letters in three minutes. Although students from over 2,500 schools across 68 countries were involved, the teams were directly competing against those from their own country. The competition was created to support pupils developing a passion for words and language. Schools Week focuses on further delays to the publication of accessible versions of the government's SEND review. It's almost six weeks since the launch of the Green Paper, but it has yet to be produced in British Sign Language and easy read versions. This has prompted comments that it has excluded some of the communities it seeks to support from participating in the consultation process. When it was published on March 29th, it was stated by the DfE that accessible versions would be available in early April. Whilst a large print version and braille versions are available, other versions have not yet been provided. Children's Minister Will Quince apologised for the delay in Parliament last week and said he was considering extending the consultation deadline to ensure all voices were heard. In Nigeria, Professor Patrick Lumumba, delivering the 30th anniversary lecture of Delta State University, spoke about Africans' need to embrace education to revolutionise the way they think. Professor Lumumba stated that the founding fathers of Africa had embraced colonial education, thinking it would end diseases, poverty and ignorance, but that instead it had been used to divide Africans. In his speech, he said colonials told us our language was primitive, told us that our gods were not God, but if we continue to worry about Africa, we will continue to make mistakes. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio Weekend News with Joe Fox. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, last week I told you about security certificates and how the padlock is not a symbol of a website being secure, but the transmission being encrypted. This week we go a step further and ask how do criminals use this against us? They use something called a subdomain. Just as the prefix sub means below or under, the subdomain is a key to this scam and it can look legitimate to the untrained eye. Subdomains are a way to divide a website into more manageable chunks. For example, for TT Radio, a subdomain could be named Listen. This would read www.listen.ttradio.org. This could be pointed at somewhere other than the main website, for example, Podbean, and allow simple redirection for the user of the website. The issue we face is cyber criminals understand subdomain system and exploit it. So if I were to buy a domain called bank.com and create a subdomain for all popular banks in the UK or even the world and obviously buy a security certificate, I could create copies of banks web pages in each subdomain and the address would read, for example, HTTPS, oh, it's secure, www.halifax.bank.com. The difference being you're now going to a subsection of my website, bank.com, which happens to be named after a bank. I now start a campaign of emails and texts with a warning to as many people as I possibly can. To make you panic and click without thinking too much, I also add a bit of time pressure into the mix. How does this sound? Halifax alert, you've just paid Steve Woods £500. If this transaction was not organised by you, you have five minutes to log in and cancel. I'm even kind enough to give you the link, https www.halifax.bank.com. From there, I collect your login details and empty your bank. 
Clever, isn't it? How do we stop this? Always contact your bank directly, not through a link that is sent to you. If unsure, stop and think. As always, don't forget to check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. Tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods. Your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Once again, Steve Woods putting me to shame with the technical knowledge. Thank you very much, Steve. That's great advice. Oh, you've got to be so careful out there. Uh, you also got to be careful when it comes to organisation. Oh, look at that. Another wonderful segue. No, that was a terrible segue. But, you know, it's late on a Sunday evening, guys. I can understand why. So we've been talking about uh, organisational apps, organisational technology, what we can do to help students, what we can do to help staff. We're looking at different types of apps at the moment. So for the last... For the last of Tom's tech tips, what we're going to talk about is I'm going to talk about IFTTT. If this, then that uh, is an example of automation, automation apps that allow different apps to speak to each other. And if they allow a trigger to happen somewhere and then it does something. Now, this technology is also featured in Teams. This technology is featured in many, many, many different places. Uh, so uh, automation, as we mentioned, I mentioned at the time, I love automation. I love it is because it means that I have to do less. And anything where I have to do less is always a plus for me. Uh, so um, what you could do is you can set up an automation that allows you to uh, put particular things automatically into an Excel spreadsheet. For instance, if you're doing some research about pedagogy or uh, curriculum at the moment, curriculum is a big thing at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. So if you've been asked to do some research and you want to wait, make sure that everything that you favor uh, goes uh, directly to an Excel spreadsheet, a nice list straight off the bat, you can do that. I, being a massive, massive egotistical narcissist has uh, has an Excel spreadsheet uh, that every time I tweet or, and this is where it gets really, really preening, every time I mentioned in the tweet, I, it, go, it goes straight to uh, a spreadsheet. So when invariably, uh, you know, somebody comes and says, you said that terrible thing, I'd be like, no, no, here's the evidence, Your Honor. Sorry. No, that's just not true but you can set it up for anything you can set it up to send an email at a particular time if a particular thing happens you can send uh, a homework alert out if you uh, automatically upload a document to a certain site and so on and so forth really it's only really kind of limited by your imagination and what that means it means that you are saving yourself time doing fairly menial tasks usually uh, and you don't have to go to two different places you don't have to do look at two different digital tools you don't have to look at uh, you know go to a different thing in a different place you know that if you do something in one place it will happen there 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 and there uh, so check it out uh, IFTTT is probably one of the better known ones but there is automation technology in many many different apps lots of organizational apps I know Office 365 have it I know uh, Google and the Google environment has that as well just a way to make a shortcut to do the thing that you want to do and that is you know invaluable even if it's a small thing even if it's something that's taken even if it's about duplication of material you know maybe you have to write uh, an incident report three ways and send it to three different people but 
what you can do, you can set up a trigger, you can set up uh, that says if I send this to one person and it has this particular title on my email, then I'll send it to this person and this person and this person because I know that they'll be involved anyway. You know, so, you know, these things, these things when it comes to organization, sometimes it's about, you know, kind of grabbing, grabbing time back for yourself and grabbing uh, a little bit of free space, which is really, really uh, useful in regards to, and we don't really talk enough about these kind of thing in regards to mental health. You know, if you feel disorganized, if you feel like that you're missing things, or in fact, you are missing things, if you feel like that you aren't reaching your potential, whether it's you're a student and it's academically, you know, you can't, you know, you can't get your head around this particular, uh, you know, maths problem because you've you didn't write down where you actually wrote it in the first and so on and so forth if you're a teacher and you think to yourself there's so much that i need to do sometimes organization and digital organization apps in helping you with that organization they can relieve some of the stresses and the strains anxieties that uh you might have to deal with otherwise so uh, and this is something that i say to my students who i see it's like uh, it's not necessarily technology that will help you organize well it is technology to help you organize because that's the, you know that's the that's the actual title of the show and i've really got to stay on track but it also has the secondary benefit of perhaps lessening anxiety or perhaps lessening the worry that surrounds work sometimes because uh disorganization can lead to uh lots of different issues anxiety uh you know just just switching off from education and so on and so forth so some of these tools if you know if you use properly they can help with that type of thing so it's not just that kind of it's not just about you know doing the best and doing what you need to do all the time and making sure that you uh, fulfill your potential and making sure that you do these things because these things need to be done it can be down to the personal level that you know if you use a couple of apps that help you organize yourself during the day it lessens stress you know and you know as i said before the less stress that i have the better you know the less things that i have to do the better uh, yeah some call some people call me lazy um it's usually people who have met me but <laughs> but these things can help in that respect it's not just about productivity it's about allowing yourself uh the uh emotional and mental time to breathe Anyway, so uh, those are my three uh, top tips for this week. That's Shopping List Pro uh, from Google Play. Office 365, the integration between all the different things in Office 365 is great. I love it. And then IFTTT as an example of automation, as an example of having to press one thing, which will then press another thing for you and another thing for you. So you don't have to do it yourself, thereby giving you a bit of time and a bit of space. So at this point, I do like to go back to the, the other channels that people have been commenting on. Um, and I have handily, uh, uh, when it comes to Twitter, I am on social media a little bit too much th th to be healthy. Uh, Twitter is my social media um, uh, drug of choice, as it were. Uh, and when it comes to organization of the information that I get from Twitter, because I use it to tell really bad dad jokes usually or puns that's kind of my basic usage of it but also i use it to try to gain information about uh primarily about my job so that's uh, accessibility uh, how students function in academic areas in regards to disability uh, and educational technology so uh, you know i use something called tweet deck 
TweetDeck is a kind of, uh, it's a way to look at Twitter uh, and organize Twitter in a very, very, very detailed fashion. And it means that I can uh, have separate places for things like uh, uh, mobility apps, separate things for uh, conversations that I've had with people who are working in other institutions who have the same thing for me. Um, and it's a way to kind of get all that and organize all that, those things. So um, I guess that's the fourth recommendation. If you use Twitter for, um, uh, okay, what do you call it? Development. Of course, if you use Twitter for um, development, whether it be personal development or whether it be uh, your training or so on and so forth, uh, TweetDeck is a really nice way to do it. It sits on your PC and uh, you can, it's, it, it's basically, you know that thing in the matrix where it's got all the green things going down. It has lots of different, lots of different columns and you can just organize some of the things that you've learned. So, uh, and what I've done is I've organized a little column at the end of my, uh, <laughs> another segue, oh my goodness me, I'm doing so well today. Uh, I've uh, uh, organized uh, some of the people that have made comments. Chris Barker via Twitter says Trello. Trello is a wonderful kind of online noteboard that uses columns to organize anything from uh, work projects to study to uh, just about anything that you can think of, really. If you haven't uh, checked it out uh, at this moment in time, do. Trello is really, really, really good. You can, uh, it's highly adaptable, highly malleable, and it can be put towards all sorts of different tasks. It also sometimes acts as a way to um, ensure that you know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen, but also that you don't have to think about it all the time yourself. You can put it, and that's a lot of a lot of the, that's what a lot of these things are. These digital tools. It gives you a, a digital space to put something that you might need to remember, and you can put it there and lock it away, and you know it's going to be there. But make sure your notifications are on, otherwise you're never going to remember it anyway, are you? You know what I mean? Notifications are really important, um, uh, equally annoying, especially on the phone. But um, uh, notification apps or, or making sure that you've got your notification settings set up so you are reminded for certain things, whether it's a calendar um, notification, whether it is, yeah, look at these features, look at these things that are within other programs. Uh, notifications are really important. You can set up when you get notified about something, you can set up how you get notified about something, and you can also turn notifications off from particular people like Greg in PE. Ugh, Greg. Anyway, so um, yeah, Chris Baker, thank you very much for that, Chris. Trello, it's a good one. Yeah, really, really good one. Um, a couple of people uh, have uh, mentioned uh, Notion. Notion is a kind of uh, not to not to do it down, but it's kind of an online scrapbook. Uh, we've got other versions of that particular technology, such as um, OneNote, which is the uh, Microsoft version, Evernote, uh, which is um, a third-party option, and just ways to compile lots of different information in lots of different formats into one place and have it as a kind of online notebook so you can do. I use uh, OneNote for my own research because my research is just, it, it just, it doesn't make any sense. If you are outside of my area, which just about is everybody because I'm the only person that does my job in my institution, but the research that I do, it could be on uh, an app at one point and then uh, you know, um, a medical journal at another point, and then a business trying to sell me something at another. And I have to keep all this organized. I have to keep all these different strands in all these different places. Um, and a lot of that information is digital. So what I use is I use um, an online notebook, and that's OneNote in my case. 
just to compile everything. And also once it's compiled, you can make comments on it, you can draw, you can add pictures, you can add audio, you can add video, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, for those of you that have ever been involved in a traditional kind of scrapbooking, I guess you would call it, um, these types of uh, these types of programs, these types of apps such as Notion are really, really good. Uh, who mentioned Notion? Let me make sure that I've got everybody. Uh, oh, yeah, my uh, uh, my boss here, at the you know, the, my evil manager, Tom. <laughs> Shout out to Tom if you're listening. Um, he mentioned Notion, and it's something that he uses recently to organize um, because he, he likes the calendar and the to-do lists. It's like I was saying before. I mean, when it comes to organization, is it best to have all these things in one place or is it best to have all these things separate? The feedback that I get from the students that I work with is varied in that respect. Lots of students like working in one particular environment that has everything. And um, and I think, you know, for some students that's important because you're not kind of, you're not splitting attention across lots of different places. However, many students like to have that separation of tools. So, you know, they like to have a to-do list here. They like to have their notebook here. They like to have these other things. But it's a entirely personal preference and there's lots of different options out there. But yes, yeah, thank you, Tom and uh, Jenny. Jenny uh, from the Twitter. She says uh, uh, she's using. You can, uh, um, she's currently using Notion HQ for literally everything, but loves hearing recommendations for other sorts of things. Evernote's a really good one. OneNote is the one that I use because I get it free. But yeah, these are really, really good ways of compiling lots of different information. Speaking of com compilation of information, when it comes to uh, education whether you be a student, whether you be a teacher, or whether you be an educator. Um, lots of browsers nowadays hasn't, have an inbuilt research function. I've got Google up at the moment, and we're talking kind of like, we're not just talking uh, bookmarks, as it were. Uh, we're talking ways to collate digital information in lists. Edge has a really good collation tool built into its browser. So you can uh, visit a particular site. You think, actually, that's really, really useful. You can save the site and put it in a collection via the browser. You don't have to go to a separate, you don't have to go to a separate um, uh, program. Uh, you can, uh, programs like Scribble uh, do the same sort of thing. But it just means that within the browser, without any extra technology, you can use um, ways to try to compile the information. They say really, really useful for research, really, really useful if a student has a project that's looking at lots of different information and they have um, limited skill in regards to things like referencing, citation, or just limited skill in regards to remembering where they got information from or remembering something and then forgetting about it. Uh, the Edge browser, yeah, really good kind of, uh, uh, really good uh, res uh, research tool built in. Oh my goodness me, I'm mentioning so many things, it's going to take me forever to put them all down at the end of the day. Um, uh, for those of you who weren't here a little bit earlier, all the technology that I mentioned, I try to ensure that there's a list of the technology with links in the download link for this particular episode uh, so that everybody has uh, the information. I might have to have a listen back to this and see what I have mentioned because I've mentioned a fair bit today. Um, but anyway, yeah, thank you very much, Jenny. Thank you very much, Tom, for those um for those one shot bell uh, a wonderful uh, twitter voice uh, who i've known for many a year um is using monday monday.com for project management 
she's not a teacher, she says, but she says it's really, really useful. Uh, project management is one of those things that's very, very difficult. Uh, trying to make sure that everybody's doing what they need to be doing when it comes to the collaboration within departments or even into departments can be an absolute nightmare sometimes. So there's lots of different project management tools out there that you can use to make sure that you communicate effectively with people. So yeah, thank you very much for everybody that has made a comment or, or made a suggestion. It really, it makes uh, these kind of these lonely Sunday evenings that I have in front of the microphone uh, just a little, a little bit more communal. And so I really appreciate any kind of any kind of recommendations, any kind of responses from you wonderful people out there uh, and if you're listening live thank you very much for giving up your evening on a sunday i know it's been a short week it certainly hasn't felt like a short week for me but um yeah it's great that people are getting involved so much appreciated so um what we're going to do now is we're going to talk a little bit about something uh, that i mentioned before whether it's one app, whether it's a series of apps, whether you can whether you can recommend something to students that you think to yourself, okay, look, listen, I know that you can do this, but you're missing out on certain things. You know, your books are a little bit all over the place, or your ideas are a little bit all over the place. Your time management, time management is sometimes really, really crucial in regards to organisation, and it's something that can be very, very difficult for students and teachers. Uh, you know, ensuring that you take particular appropriate time out of your day to do the things that you need to do, um, like in regards to kind of things like revision, you know. I, you know, for my sins, I worked in the FE for a decade or so. Um, and trying to help students revise or trying to come up with ways that students can organise their time, that's half of the challenge. You know, we got, you know, hugely... Um, you know, hugely motivated students, hugely uh, intelligent students, hugely uh, gifted students, students that want to do well. But what they lacked is that they lacked certain organisational skills and time management was one of them. Especially with the footballers, for some reason. Uh, I taught, I taught uh, many, many courses that were linked to vocational uh, courses and football, the football lads and lasses, they could not get their bums anywhere where they were supposed to be. Uh, even matches sometimes, and that really surprised me because that's like, well, dude, what are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> you know, if you're not actually going to turn up. Um, yeah, so time management is really, really essential. And there's so much technology out there in regards to time management. Time management uh, technology, calendar technology, reminders technology, to-do lists. I mean, would it be viable for, uh, you know, for you in your school, uh, or your other place of education, could you do a little bit of uh, rummaging around and come up with a list that would act as a kind of digital PA for your students? Because you know what, I think that's what they need sometimes. Um, I, even working in the HE, I, I, I'm trying to come up with something like this myself because many, many of my students struggle with independent study and organizing their time and ensuring that they're doing what they need to do when they need to do it in the place that they need to do it you know it's it's a it's an age-old tale you know uh you know you get you go through school and then you get to further education then you get to higher you know or higher education and a lot of it's to do with independent study and you know how do you organize yourself after uh, you know 
for much of your educational life, people have been organizing you for you, you know? So um, in the last section of the session, we'll be talking about, you know, could you perhaps come up with a list of apps that serve as a digital uh, personal assistant? You know, I think you can. I think you can. What those apps are, hopefully we'll have a little bit of a discussion about what they are, how you do it, whether you could do it for free is also an issue. People do not talk enough about the fact that many of these things, even the things that I'm talking about at the moment, have a price point. Could you do this stuff for free? Could you give a list of apps to your students? Does your school have um, ways to help you organize or help your students to organize themselves digitally? You know, um, one it's one of the biggest asks from students I work with, which, you know, I, you know, can, is there anything that can help me organize myself? And yeah, there's lots of things out there. So maybe in the last section, we'll theorize about what we could use or what should be used in that regard. Also, by the way, I know it's a technology. I know it's a technology show, you know, uh, it always sounds like that's, that's it's my house, you know. I live in this this big technology, uh, this big metaphorical. Uh, my house isn't that big. This big technology-filled uh, house. It's what I deal with on a day-to-day -day basis. But organization doesn't necessarily have to be about digital tools. Sometimes the digital tools can help because of uh, the familiarity of mobile phones, you know, that there's always, they're always there, whether they're supposed to be on students or not. Um, so it's about, but if you have students who might benefit from old style organization, you know, would they, you know, do you think having a separate diary might help them? Do you think um, ensuring that they have, uh, you know, uh, enough detail in things like homework planners and so on and so forth, all these, all, all these things need to be considered because, I think organization is a separate skill uh, to, for instance, a subject skill. And if you don't have that organization behind you, uh, it might not matter how fantastically uh, good at a particular subject you are. Um, it won't mean toffee if you don't turn up to the exam because you got the day wrong. You know what I mean? So anyway, um, we'll just have the news again because it's, uh, it's a bit of a long one, this one. Um, hopefully it doesn't seem that long, and uh, we'll have a chat about what we could use for students and teachers and educators. I've got to put educators in because not everybody's a teacher. Um, what we could use uh, to try and come up with our own digital personal assistant. Anyway, here's the uh, news again. This episode of Teachers Talk Radio has been made possible with support from Witherslack Group, the UK's leading provider of SEN education and care. They're here to support you too through an ever-growing offer of free resources including webinars, podcasts, articles and events aimed at supporting teaching professionals like you. Visit their website at www.witherslackgroup.co.uk to find out more. Imagine a world where you were free to focus on sparking curiosity in your students and giving them access to the awe and wonder of learning. A world where you were supported to deliver a truly personalised education to help all your learners achieve their potential. No need to imagine it, because that's exactly what the Oxford Smart Curriculum Service delivers. 
Seamlessly integrating curriculum, resources, assessment, next steps and professional development, every component of Oxford Smart is connected and working to provide you with a uniquely coherent and responsive service that empowers you and your students with transformational effect. The Oxford Smart Curriculum Service. When everything connects, anything is possible. Introducing Bulb. With evidence-based learning at the forefront of education, let Bulb digital portfolios help reshape your educational practice. Bulb helps teachers teach and learners learn. Bulb is an easy-to-use, fully accessible digital platform that captures students' digital learning assets in one place, allowing them to evidence their learning and reflect on their growth. Our dedicated team of education specialists are on hand to ensure the Bulb fits seamlessly into all of your teaching practices. Come take a look and get a free account at bulbapp.com. If you're listening to this, then we know we share one thing in common. A passion for the type of outstanding education that every child deserves. That's what makes us the leading provider of specialist education and care. We need people like you to help us achieve even more. With us, you'll be given all the resources and support you need, offered a clear path to career progression, and be rewarded with some of the best salaries and benefits the industry has to offer. We are with a Slack group. If you'd like to find out more, we'd love to hear from you. Visit www.withaslackgroup.co.uk forward slash careers and be part of our future. This is Teachers Talk Radio and this is Teachers Talk Radio News with Joe Fox. Evening Standard reports that the Department for Education has announced new powers to shut down unsafe and illegal schools. The DfE admitted that its previous work on closing unsafe independent schools had been slow. Under the new powers, the Education Secretary would be able to suspend registration of a school where there were serious safeguarding failings which pose a risk. The suspension would be enforced through a new criminal offence where the school's proprietor would be held responsible if they kept the school open. The new legislation will be outlined in the Queen's speech next week, but has already been welcomed by Ofsted's Chief Inspector, Amanda Spielman. A school in Fleetwood has triumphed in an interactive literacy competition involving schools all over Britain. The Gazette in Fleetwood reports on the success of its Year 8 team from Cardinal Allen Catholic High School, who took part in the Word Mania 2022 event. The event was organised by Literacy Planet. Pupils from across the UK in year groups 1 to 9 were challenged to arrange words from a set of 15 randomly chosen letters in three minutes. Although students from over 2,500 schools across 68 countries were involved, the teams were directly competing against those from their own country. The competition was created to support pupils developing a passion for words and language. Schools Week focuses on further delays to the publication of accessible versions of the government's SEND review. It's almost six weeks since the launch of the Green Paper, but it has yet to be produced in British Sign Language and Easy Read versions. This has prompted comments that it has excluded some of the communities it seeks to support from participating in the consultation process. When it was published on March 29th, it was stated by the DfE that accessible versions would be available in early April. Whilst a large print version and braille versions are available, other versions have not yet been provided. Children's Minister Will Quince apologised for the delay in Parliament last week, 
and said he was considering extending the consultation deadline to ensure all voices were heard. In Nigeria, Professor Patrick Lumumba, delivering the 30th anniversary lecture of Delta State University, spoke about Africans' need to embrace education to revolutionise the way they think. Professor Lumumba stated that the founding fathers of Africa had embraced colonial education, thinking it would end diseases, poverty and ignorance but that instead it had been used to divide Africans. In his speech, he said colonials told us our language was primitive, told us that our gods were not God, but if we continue to worry about Africa, we will continue to make mistakes. This has been your Teachers Talk Radio Weekend News with Joe Fox. This is Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. Hello, last week I told you about security certificates and how the padlock is not a symbol of a website being secure, but the transmission being encrypted. This week we go a step further and ask how do criminals use this against us? They use something called a subdomain. Just as the prefix sub means below or under, the subdomain is a key to this scam and it can look legitimate to the untrained eye. Subdomains are a way to divide a website into more manageable chunks, for example, for TT Radio, a subdomain could be named Listen. This would read www.listen.ttradio.org. This could be pointed at somewhere other than the main website, for example Podbean, and allow simple redirection for the user of the website. The issue we face is cyber criminals understand subdomain system and exploit it. So if I were to buy a domain called bank.com and create a subdomain for all popular banks in the UK or even the world, and obviously buy a security certificates, I could create copies of banks' web pages in each subdomain and the address would read, for example, HTTPS, oh, it's secure, www.halifax.bank.com. The difference being you're now going to a subsection of my website, bank.com, which happens to be named after a bank. I now start a campaign of emails and texts with a warning to as many people as I possibly can. To make you panic and click without thinking too much, I also add a bit of time pressure into the mix. How does this sound? Halifax alert, you've just paid Steve Woods £500. If this transaction was not organised by you, you have five minutes to log in and cancel. I'm even kind enough to give you the link https www.halifax.bank.com. From there, I collect your login details and empty your bank. Clever, isn't it? How do we stop this? Always contact your bank directly, not through a link that is sent to you. If unsure, stop and think. As always, don't forget to check out the TT Radio 2022 Twitter feed. Tell us what you want to know about tech. I'm Steve Woods, and that was Two Minute Tech. Two Minute Tech with Steve Woods, your tech briefing on Teachers Talk Radio. So what I like to do at this point in time is I like to... Um, try to find my cup of coffee that I've lost in my office. Whoa, I'm talking about organization and I literally can't find a cup in like a two meter square space. This is ridiculous. So uh, the last section of today's show, ladies and gents, it's going to be a little bit slower and a little bit sleepier, I'm afraid. Um, we're talking about organizational technology apps and so on and so forth. Um, one of the things that I find unusual, well, I don't find it unusual, I, I understand because I don't think it's explicitly taught, um, is I, I, when I speak to students and when I speak to students who have a lot of digital information to go on, I'm, like I say, I'm, I'm, I work in HE, so my experience is a little different to those of you working in secondary, FE, primary, reception, you know, whatever. Um, uh, it's, it's 
it always surprises me about some of the basic things that students uh, struggle with. And this is not necessarily students who have a disability, although they're, the, they're my uh, main bread and butter. Um, this is, you know, every student. Um, I had to do a session, I had to create a workshop uh, a couple of weeks ago about digital files um, and how to organize digital files and what kind of organizational techniques should you be using um, when it comes to, you know, just the, the little file icons that you have on your computer, hopefully not all on the desktop, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, I, I have seen some horrific desktops in my time. Lads and lasses. <laughs> Seriously. Um, you know, just, just I don't think ex there's explicit teaching of organizational skills. And sometimes that means that students struggle when it comes to independent learning. So I had to do a session, uh, I did a session where we looked at how academics uh, organize or don't, uh, considering academics in general. <laughs> um, you know, love, yeah, love them to death. Love, love you guys, but damn, you know, sweep up, sweep up your computer every once in a while. Um, how, how to best organize a huge amount of the material. And that goes for any anybody in any walk of life a lot of the information that we deal on a day-to-day -day basis now is digitally based and um, yeah I did a I did a session on how to organize digital information in files and folders like just just simply what kind of uh, organizational systems can you use like a tree system alphabetical uh, like the um, like the bin system where you put something in one thing and then you distribute it somewhere else and this stuff is not things that people have considered and it's because um because of online storage and things you you know you tap in the name of something and it comes up hopefully uh, but nowadays people are kind of lost the skill of organizing their files um and i think it's akin it's very much akin to physical organization of files if if your desk is a state you can't find now you know, and that's, you know, that's just a, that's, that's just the, the truth. And it's the same when it comes to digital organization. If your filing system is uh, chaotic, then you're not going to, you're not going to find something that you need. And that's quite important when it comes to academics, because, you know, PhDs, number of years, you know, you want to find something from a couple of years back and you can't because you can't, you don't know where it is, or it's in one of the 1,422 icons on your desktop. Uh, or it's in maybe the 17 gazillion open tabs. So when it comes to organization, I'm not necessarily, I'm not necessarily convinced it's digital organization that is perhaps the issue. I think it's just organization in general. You know, um, my school days were way back, way back. And I was, I think our school, one of the first schools in the country to have uh, like a suite of Apple Macs. Uh, or I don't even know if they were called Apple Macs at those point, but you know, like the big grey boxes, um, and and we had classes specifically about organisation of file systems. But I think that's kind of been lost. It's been you know back on the back burner. Um, but it's 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 an essential skill. It's an essential skill. As is you know making sure that the exercise book that you, the student is using, making sure that they're putting things in the right place, making sure that you know they're dating the <laughs> dating the title and date and underlining. I know old school, but there ain't no school like the old school. And the old school becomes a new school because you have to do the same thing with digital communications anyway. 
you know um, and that's something that I've realized and I'm talking you know I'm talking to students and staff because sometimes staff have issues in organization um, you know about where to put their files you know how to label their files all these things because you get to a certain point and you haven't done that for an amount of time and it becomes a colossal task a colossal task but anyway that's that's a that's a bit of a tangent but you know uh, you know who cares it's Sunday evening you know, I'm, I haven't had my coffee, so, you know, there may well be other tangents coming up, ladies and gentlemen. Hold tight. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but the the question that I kind of posed to people before the news was, uh, would it be possible to create a kind of a digital personal assistant for students? Well, there are bespoke there are bespoke uh, programs that do that already. Um, going back, way back, and I hope um, the, this person doesn't mind, but they're one of my favorite people. Uh, on social media and um, they go under the handle of pig witch uh, I am sure that is no reflection on the person that they are but really really good uh, work work um, have uh, she's worked in uh, special educational needs worked in FE you know seen all sorts of things seen it all um, but she uh, she said well I'm getting some really good feedback oh and um, she's also in education herself uh, getting some really good feedback on a program called tick tick not TikTok. No, 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 no. If we're talking about organization, uh, TikTok is like the, the, the anti-organization amp because, you know, you go on that and you just don't organize anything because you're just watching people dance and you're watching uh, animals dance and you're watching uh, people and animals dance um, and you don't get nothing done. Don't get nothing done at all. But if you, um, if you, uh, you know, there are bespoke programs, tick, tick has been mentioned uh, a couple of times to me and it was mentioned by Pigwitch. So thank you very much. I hope you don't mind me kind of giving a shout out to the program. It's a bespoke program that has calendar, uh, to-do list, um, uh, habit tracker and anal- habit tracker analysis. Um, that's something that's not really mentioned when it comes to organization is when you start to organize, you have to have, think about why is it or where is it that your organization is failing? Not your organization as in the place that you work in, but your organization as in, why can't I find that particular book that I need? Um, you know, but without a starting point, how can you move forward? So uh, TikTok has analysis uh, and uh, a habit tracker. There are other habit trackers out there. Um, one of my favorites is Habitica. Habitica is a RPG style habit tracker. You play a little game and you have your little little kind of pixelated icon and you can if you do the task that you're supposed to do you get you know presents yeah i'm a simple i'm a simple kind of guy i, I will literally uh, ensure that i have a decent <laughs> i will literally ensure that i'm sticking to my goals if somebody gives, if somebody drops me a couple of digital coins you know it, it works for me you know uh, gamification you know it's quite you know it's it's quite widely used but habitica as a a habit tracker, somewhere to start, somewhere somewhere where you record what you're doing on a daily basis. And so you know where the issues are, you know, I'm spending too much time doing this or not enough time doing that and so on and so forth. Um, but TikTok's been really, really good for lots of students. And I've heard it mentioned a couple of times um, uh, in a short space of time after uh, my good friend Pigwitch on Twitter uh, mentioned it to me. Uh, and But these things, as ever, these things come with a price point. You know, these things come with a price point. Uh, Tick Tick is like $27 a, uh, $27 a month, I think. Uh, 
if your representative tick tick um apologies if i got that wrong but you know that's not that is not a small amount of change you know that's not you know that's good that's a fair that's a fair whack of, that's a fair lot of cash um to get organized but i believe and i it's the thing that i'm working on today um uh, and it's the thing I've been working on for a couple of weeks at my own work. So basically, I'm just kind of crowdsourcing my own work. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, Teach Talk Radio. Um, can you come up with a free digital personal assistant? And I think you can. I think you can. There are lots of to-do lists that are free. There are lots of notification and alarms and calendars that are free. But it's about... and. It's always about, and it's that time of the show again, ladies and gentlemen, and I know if you have been listening to other shows previously, it's about the person rather than technology. Some people will really respond to kind of an all-in-one package like TikTok. Some people will respond to having different things in different places like the, uh, like the Shopping List Pro that I mentioned uh, earlier on in the show. It's not about the technology. It really isn't. It's about the person. And what the person responds to. You have to, if you're going to recommend certain things to certain people, you have to kind of know a little bit about that person, know a little bit about how they work, know a little bit about what they, you know, what they can do at the moment, what they can't do, and kind of, you know, recommend accordingly. And that takes a little bit of knowledge. So um, hopefully, if anything, um, this, uh, this um, mad verbal ramble that I've been on for the last hour and a bit, um, gives you a couple of ideas in regards to certain apps that may help. Um, and they do, they do. I personally use a combination of certain things. I use a combination of standalone apps and a combination of integrated apps. Uh, usually the free ones that come in my work because I'm cheap as hell. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I do not like spending money, but there are free options out there. Um, but you have to consider the person. It's all well and good recommending a whole bunch of stuff and saying, you know, chucking a bunch of apps at somebody and saying, look, 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 this does this. Look, this does this. You should you should do if the person isn't prepared themselves to become organized. You, you're flogging a dead horse, as it were. Um, you shouldn't be flogging anything, horses, whether they're alive or dead. But, you know, it is a, it is a metaphor. You've got to start with the person. Uh, you've got to start with, you know, maybe there are particular reasons why this particular person, student, teacher, isn't organized. Maybe they have a chaotic home life. Maybe they have other things going on at home. Maybe uh, in a lot of the cases of the students that I see, um, maybe they are neurodiverse and they can particularly struggle with things like the conception of time. Um, but before I go on, let's have a look at the Podbean Live message board. Leanne, thank you very much for joining in. Um, uh, I find it difficult annoying using Google Drive at school because you can't work on smart notebooks online. I have to save them on my desktop and upload them. And if you want to edit, have to download, edit, then re-upload. Yeah, these extra steps... Leanne, and I'm sure we've all been there. I, I'm sure we've all wrestled with apps, programs, technology. For me, it's administration tools for some reason. They always, they, if, you, if you're working with something that gives you an extra step, then that extra step will mean that somebody won't work with it. You know, you just, you just won't. And it's about making sure that you are, you know, making sure that the technology that you recommend or making sure that the technology that your school has, if you're using kind of a bespoke kind of organizational 
app or a website, making sure it works and making sure it's easy. You know, um, I wish I wish these kind of programs had the kind of addictive quality such that the social media, TikTok, etc., has. Um, but they don't if they're not going to be streamlined. And that's a really really good point. Sometimes it's a case of these. Uh, programs giving you an extra hurdle and if that extra hurdle you just think oh I can't be bothered you know and that's also kind of linked into knowing the person if does a student have other things going on um is it are you sure it's a case that they're disorganized or is it a case that perhaps there's something else stopping them um but you know i think a lot of the time it's about not knowing what's out there and hopefully this particular uh, session, I've said session again, what is up with me? Yeah, um, Leanne's just put in too many separate tech companies not working collaboratively. It does make it tricky. It does make it tricky when it comes to integration. You know, everybody's got their own little, uh, their own little walled garden and they don't really want to share, you know. Um, it's, I think it's getting better. I think it's getting better. And this is one of the reasons why automation technology such as, um, uh, if the IFTTT is important because it can bridge that gap between particular programs that may not play nice with each other um, in any other way. Um, but yeah, so can could we perhaps come up with a, a digital PA for students who are struggling with organization? Yeah, I reckon you can. I reckon you can recommend a list, recommend a to-do list, recommend a calendar, recommend um, perhaps a habit tracker and recommend and I had one more thing but this is shows how organized I am I can't remember it's because I don't have a coffee um, you can recommend these certain things at least give them you know hand them out to let them try out you know say look I know that you're struggling with particular organization you're obviously capable of doing uh, you know doing it it just it's about trying to get yourself into a, a mindset where you can make sure that you get to a certain place at a certain time and you make sure that you do a certain thing at a certain time um, and students will respond because a lot of the time when it comes to anxiety about organizations it's, it's, it's often like anxiety about intelligence you know oh, you know why why can't i why can't i do why can't i get to this place why can't i it's a skill guys it's a skill the same as any other you know and sometimes to develop a skill you need to you need a little bit of help you need to get those uh, stabilizers on your bike and um, some of the apps that we mentioned today, they, they can act as stabilizers. A lot of these things are simply just digital taps on the shoulder to say, remember to do this. You know, uh, remember, you know, like uh, you got you got homework for geography on Thursday. Just remember to do it. Uh, do it now. You know, you've got alarms, um, uh, notifications and so on and so forth. Just something that gives you a little pointer as to what you do. And hopefully that can help and it has well it's helped me you know as an example of one yeah i mean i said earlier i, I am incredibly disorganized um and what i have tended to do in the past is i've tended to use um really roundabout systems and roundabout ways of doing things but with the advent of mobile technology uh, advent <laughs> advent like it's like happened yesterday but with the uh, the adoption, the widespread adoption of mobile technology, the widespread adoption of apps. There's something out there that can help. There's something there, whether it be to-do list, 
app, whether it's to be a complete suite of apps such as Office 365, or whether it is to do with like those kooky, crazy apps like uh, Habitica. There is something out there that might well be help your student or might well uh, help yourself because you know these 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 sessions these these uh, these programs that I do on the older uh, the old podcast. It's not just about the students; it's about it's about teachers, educators as well. You know, um, a lack of organisation can lead to all sorts of trouble. Uh, you know, whether it be you know professional trouble or whether it just be you know trouble in 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 an already massively full head. You know, so hopefully some of the recommendations that have been mentioned by myself and the wonderful people that have uh, kind of messaged in today. Uh, once again, thank you so much, everybody. It's really really nice. It means that I don't uh, it means that I don't feel like I am on my own uh, here when, in fact, I am on my own here. But still. Um, uh, yeah, just th thank you so much for giving some really, really good recommendations and some really good apps. Uh, if you would like any more kind of recommendations or if you'd like to just have a chat about, you know, what's good, you know, what's good, what's out there, what's good, uh, drop me a line on Twitter. Um, it's uh, at T. S-T-A-R-K-E-Y, one, two, one, two. It's at T-Starkey, one, two, one, two. Because um, I'm, always, I'm always willing to chat. If you've got any recommendations, please send them through. Uh, in my job, one of, the, one of the fantastic things about my job is that I can research this stuff. But there's always something that, that you know, I, people, are, people are chucking me apps every day. And it's like, oh, wow, you know, I didn't know about this. It's like, you know, and it might seem like really commonplace to you where you are, but I might never have heard of it. So, you know, help me out, guys. Help me out. You get this wonderful one and a half hours of free pseudo entertainment. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to boast. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so, you know, help me out. It's really, really good to share. And I really very much appreciate uh, having a little, uh, a little bit, um, a little bit of tech to test, as it were. Um, so, oh, I've just got a message on uh, notifications from Sarah here. Uh, good luck. Hey, thank you very much, Sarah. Uh, I do need that luck, usually. Um, hopefully that's good luck about finding my coffee when, I, when we come to an end. Uh, Leanne on the uh, Podbean live chat says uh, she likes Shoby. Not sure if it's old school now. I used it four years ago. It doesn't matter if it's old school or not. If it still works, it still works. You know, I've got um, I've got students who use... Uh, word processing software that's decades old because they feel comfortable, you know. And if that helps them to organise themselves, then so be it. Who am I to who am I to change somebody's way of working? You know, unless you know it's like sticks in mud, you know that never that never stays. First time it rains, that all goes. Um, but I think uh, as it is coming up to the end of the show. I'd just like to say thank you to everybody out there. Uh, thank you uh, if you've uh, uh, spent a little bit of time listening today. Um, you can download the show after we finish um, uh, via the Podbean app. Please do have a listen whilst you're on your way to work. Have a listen through your phone because, you know, like I say, that's the tool that's going to help you get organized. So, uh, <laughs> thank you Leanne she's got my coffee oh my god I, I, I seriously need it um, but you know at this, at this advanced age coffee at this time of night might be a bit dangerous but hey hey I, li I like to I like to live a bit dangerously 
every now and again. So thank you very much, everybody. Um, and uh, yeah, download the show if you haven't listened to it already. Thank you very much for listening, those of you that listen live. And I hope everybody has a productive and organized week at work. All right. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Teachers Talk Radio. Tune in live and listen back at ttradio.org. We look forward to hearing from you next time on Teachers Talk Radio.